The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Plans submitted to Dublin City Council could see a return to residential living at numbers 42 and 43 Henry Street in Dublin because the institutional investment company partners GMBH are looking to convert unused floors uh, above the shopping area of the building. It's at a street corner of Henry Street and Moore Street and they want to turn it into a series of apartments. Could it work? Is it a good idea? Well, joining me to talk about this is Professor Mary Corcoran, Professor of Sociology at Maynooth University. Mary, good morning. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Now, uh, what did you make when you read about this proposal? What did you make of it? Well, I was really excited, to be perfectly frank. I think it's wonderful. I think it's exactly the direction that the city needs to be going. Uh, I think we've learned a massive amount of lessons since COVID uh, in terms of what are the real needs of people uh, living in a world in which we are overshadowed by the challenges of climate change. And there's some really interesting work out there now that shows that rather than kind of continuing with suburban sprawl, uh, that we need to actually begin to think about how we can rethink and reimagine our cities. And I think this is a very good example of that. But it's not that new because I remember back in the early 90s, Dublin City Council actually brought in a scheme of living over the shop which is a kind of an early iteration of that one. And I think they did up two buildings in Capel Street, uh, which had beautiful apartments above the, the, the shop level. But it didn't ever seem to take off after that. I, I don't know what happened. It just didn't capture the imagination. But I think we've moved on a lot in the last 20 years, and particularly in the experience of COVID times. I think this is something that... You know, we need to start thinking and reimagining the city. One of the difficulties, it would appear, for any proposals like this is uh, the the rules and regulations, the planning norms that have to apply in terms of access and egress in the event of fire, because often the entrance to the above uh, apartments is through the shop, (laughs) you know, uh, because it used to be an owner-occupier shop. I'm not talking about uh, numbers 42 and 43, because these are uh, rather taller buildings. But... uh, Um, People who wanted to create an apartment over the shop were told, well, no, you've got to get, you know, your fire cert right. You've got to do this application, that application. It just became tedious. Yeah, well, I mean, I do think, I think, you know, you you can't do something like this in isolation. You've got to actually look at the whole planning and regulation system, which I think, you know, has been very much moved up the political agenda because of various debacles over the last while. That, you know, if you want innovation and if you want people to think differently and to think with you know a, a creativity about how we will house people into the future how will we how we will provide services for people how we will use technology effectively for people then you have to actually rethink you know regulations that maybe to, to some degree are too stringent to allow for that creativity mm. now, and you yeah. know i think that may come in time Sorry. In time. No, I was going to to talk to you about uh, shared spaces because um, one of the things that you see in continental Europe all the time is uh, maybe a square which uh, will have uh, high rise, maybe up to eight stories, not not medium rise, I suppose. But in the centre of four blocks, there will be a public park which will have. Um, you know, children's playground, walking areas, recreational areas. And people regard that, if you like, as their garden, a shared space. Now, that's a great idea. 
It is a great idea, and I think it requires a mind shift on the part of Irish people. I mean, back in the early 2000s, myself and two colleagues at Maynooth, uh, Jane Gray and Michelle Payon, did a major study of suburbia in the greater Dublin area. And what we found was that people in Ireland, you know, have a huge kind of orientation to the pastoral or to basically country life or the idea of country living. So they like to have a front and back garden and they like to have lots of access to nature and so on. So that's a really kind of, I mean, the way in which we historically, if you like, have expressed our connection to nature and our love of it and our desire for that sort of backdrop is to have a privatized front and back garden. But in actual fact, another way of doing it is precisely as you outlined, to create spaces around a shared space. And that, to some degree, works both in, uh, in suburbia and in cities where, where people, say, an estate is built around a common green, which then becomes the focal point for children's interactions. And we know that that's, you know, the more a space like that is used and used by different groups, uh, the better it is. And the fact that you have a kind of a low-level surveillance of people who are located around that site are keeping an eye out. And as the great uh, American planner Jane Jacobs called, uh, said, eyes on the street are the most important form of kind of uh, low-level surveillance that can maintain social order. Uh, so I think we do have models of that, like green spaces in suburbia can be really functional and useful spaces. But mm. what we need to do is think about, well, let's give up the front and back garden and move to a different kind of shared space. One of the problems, though, is that, that uh, you know, what is intended in maybe the legislators' minds uh, that, for example, if you live near a public park, that you don't need recreational space as much in your apartment block or series of apartment mm. blocks. But then it turns out that the recreational space is two kilometres away. And, you know, developers are using this and, and the planners and the councils and on board Planola obviously go along with this notion. So people have mm-hmm. no place at all to sit outside and read a book in their apartment yeah, complex because they're told, walk two kilometres and you'll have it there. Now, that's not how people want to live. Well, I don't know, Pat. I mean, I think, you know, with the introduction during COVID of two kilometre walk limits and five kilometre walk limits, people actually began to discover their neighbourhoods and discover what was around and realise, you know, that they actually have some agency through walkability or cyclability. And that's why this idea of the 15-minute city developed by Carlos Moreno back in 2016, um, which was a pretty obscure idea at the time, but has actually really started to resonate amongst um, city governments right throughout uh, the world. And in fact, you know, several of, of many cities, including Dublin, uh, really began to make quite significant changes to the, the, the use pattern of the city as a result of that. So, for example, we have really got a much improved set of cycle lanes around Dublin. And one of the things that you see now are parents uh, traversing those cycle lanes with little bubble things to the front and back with children in them, which is a huge innovation in Ireland because an awful lot of people think they're taking their life in their hands getting on a bike. But I would say that two kilometres is not a significant barrier if you're thinking in terms of, uh, you know, the 15-minute city concept, which is where I live, I can get walking or cycling to an amenity, to a service, to my place of work, uh, to shop uh, within 15 minutes. And that, 
you know, I think that yeah. probably means being up to yeah, four but, or five. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I think this is a great idea in general. And if you're sound yeah. in wind and limb and you like to cycle and all the rest of it, great yeah. for you. If you're not, I mean, the idea of you buy a, a brand new apartment in an area and you're told, well, you know, you're 80 years of age. If you want to get the fresh air, take out your walking stick and hobble your, your way friend. to a park two kilometres away, you know, because in your own block, there isn't any place where you can actually sit down, take your ease in the sunshine. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, that could be partially uh, addressed by repurposing certain spaces. For example, some cities now repurpose school playgrounds as exercise facilities or, you know, kind of uh, public spaces that other groups of people can use you know, if there isn't a park available. Um, you could also try to create mini, little mini civic spaces uh, around the place where people can sit. Like I noticed that um, in that development plan for Henry Street, they're planning a roof garden, which would be a lovely thing to be able to go up and maybe do your Tai Chi on top of the roof as an 80-year-old. Uh, but that's person. precisely the point, isn't it? They are planning the roof garden as part of it because they recognise yes. that people do need... Yes. That kind of that we need proximity, yes, and that we need to be uh, close to nature. But if we actually begin to reprogram how people think about getting places, and instead of always jumping in a car, that they can get onto a public, a reasonably efficient public transport system, or they can walk, or they can cycle. Um, I, I think that will change how people think. It will also increase the amount of exercise people are taking. It will reduce pollution and emissions, which impact on people's uh, respiratory health, etc. So, you know, I think we can be very positive uh, okay. about the future and about, you know, creating generations that will be less car dependent, more resilient and possibly age better and, you know, okay. be still prepared to take get on a bicycle at 80 years of age and cycle down to the All local right. park. Mary, thank you very much for joining us. Mary Corcoran, Professor of Sociology at Maynooth University. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.